Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam and I'm talking to Amanda Cross today in this episode. Yes, I actually have a guest. It's pretty impressive. Amanda has her own blog called The Happy Arkansan and she's also a freelancer and a blogger. And you probably recognize her because she's been on this podcast three times. So this is her third time and we're talking about affiliate marketing, which is sort of this uncharted territory for me, sort of. So I thought it would be great to have her on because she knows what she's doing, so that's great. So if you've ever considered affiliate marketing or you um, need some help making it work for you, let's get into it. Great. Introduce yourself. Um, my name is Amanda. I've been on this podcast like three other times. This is my fourth time. Yay, <laughs> me. Um, I'm lazy. <laughs> um, I'm a blogger, podcaster, freelancer, um... Yeah, I just have a lot of titles, and I'm always coming up with new ones. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to talk about affiliate marketing, because Amanda is an affiliate marketing guru, and I am not. So I thought that would be a great topic, because there's so much confusion about affiliate marketing, who can do it, how it works, like how to do it well. This is the big mystery to me. So I think we should start by explaining what affiliate marketing is. So can you hit us with a short definition? Um, It's basically just a way to work with brands that's not necessarily sponsor posts and you're just, they give you a trackable link and when you convert people using that link, like convert your followers, convert people who go to your blog using that link, you get a commission or a lead commission, depending. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a commission or it's like a flat fee. I guess it depends. Yeah. Um, There are a lot of different affiliate programs. The most well-known would definitely be Amazon Affiliates, Amazon Associates, which basically is you can use any Amazon product and sell it on your blog and get a small, small, so small commission if someone buys it. But it's not limited to this. There are a lot of affiliate programs. There's um, Wow, what are they? Um, (laughs) I really love ShareASale. I love Impact. Yes, ShareASale. Impact is really great. Impact Radius. Side note, I did do a spon- like a post with them, so I have been paid by them before, but I loved I them to. before I did that, so I've been like an Impact fan for a while. Um, A-Win is a good one. There's Conversant, um, like CJ Affiliates. Mm-hmm. There's Reversion. I really like Reversion for like smaller companies. Um, like I have a few like small businesses who use Reversion. It's not a big one, but it's it can be a possibility, and they do a lot of coupons with that, so I really like Reversion for that. Um, let's see. Um, there are things like you could do like a a Vig link or something like that if you want something that's like, that's more of like a affiliate kind of bank. It's not necessarily like you get as much traffic, like you get as much like commission, but it's a possibility. Like to know it is kind of an affiliate program. I don't really, yeah, like, encourage it necessarily but it is a kind of affiliate program that you might want to go toward as a blogger hmm all right so that's a good overview (laughs) just hit Um, you with a lot of links (laughs) i hit me with a ton of links there but that's good i've used a few of those um some more successfully than others which we'll get into so how did you originally get started using affiliate marketing for your blog so i upon like thinking back i feel like i got my start in like college although not in like the typical way like i used to be like a brand ambassador like campus ambassador for a lot of like random brands in college and um Like, when I was doing it, I didn't think it was affiliate marketing, but looking back, I'm like, oh, that's kind of like affiliate marketing. I can see how that was the start. 
um, I just, like, joined a bunch of, like, those, and, like, I didn't have enough, like, clout on campus to really, like, make money on campus. I don't think anyone <laughs> did. I feel like I saw people on my campus doing that, and I was like, is anyone making money with this? Um, it's fun to get free products, though. Yeah, so, but I would use my blog a lot, like, when it was College is Love, like, a long time ago, to, like, um... College is Love? Yes, that was my blog for, oh like, the gosh. longest time. Um, I changed that it. That sounds like a Tumblr page. It, I it, love it. It actually was. So that's what starts oh my like gosh. going. Um, when I first started, it was a Tumblr blog, and then I changed it over no to like way. Blogger and stuff. Um, but in 2015, when I graduated college, I was like, I can't be college is love anymore. So I changed college it. College is love as like a 40-year-old. <laughs> like, yeah. So I changed it to the happy Arkansan after I graduated college and between like graduate school and stuff. So, um, yeah. So that's. When I started, so I used my blog a lot to, um, you know, showcase all this campus affiliate things. Because, like, you could just use the link. Anyone could use your, like, link. So I just let them. <laughs> Did you get money that way? Um, In some cases. In some cases, it was more like free products. But in some cases, I did get, like, an actual like money but I wouldn't consider like a ton of money and I really mm-hmm. wish I'd known about a lot of these programs because I feel like I could have got, got started like way sooner had I known about like yes. the CJs the share sales the impacts of the world I would have got I would have started so early so yeah yeah it definitely would have made more money if you started early that was so affiliate marketing I feel like was really big like five to ten years ago when less people were doing it now the issue is sometimes the commission payout is really small, like you only get a really small percentage, unless you know what you're doing and you're really picky with who you work with. But an example, I just got sent some sunscreen, some like fancy vegan sunscreen that like won't kill the ocean, mm-hmm. and they gave me an affiliate link to use for my followers to get um, money off, but I don't think anyone will use it because I just don't. So that's some great, some great marketing on my point. And I hope they don't hear this because I clearly have no hope for them. But I do think they have a really cool product and I will share it. But I don't expect a ton of people to um, buy it because affiliate marketing is hard. It is not easy. And there's some kinds of belief that you can just like plug this link everywhere and you'll be a millionaire and you see it a lot on Instagram a lot of like new influencers or new bloggers will just plug their affiliate link affiliate code like literally anywhere and I always cringe a little bit when I see that to some extent because I know that so much more goes into it than just like this one-time link this one time showing off the product like unless you are like Kylie Jenner most mm-hmm. people are probably not going to just like go out and be like she said this let me get my five percent like I just don't I don't see that which is what goes into why Affiliate marketing is like a really intense, articulate, complex form of marketing that usually is a long game, not a short game. Yeah, for sure. And it's not as easy as just being like, oh, I'm going to apply to this program and put this one link here and this one link here and we're good to go. I'm going to make passive income for the rest of my life. It's just not going to happen that way. And I know this because I thought that would happen and I did these things and it did not happen. So don't do that. So, can you share some of your biggest affiliate marketing success stories? I actually have a timeline. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Show me the long game. Um, so, uh, I guess this is Freshly. This is like probably the one I've made the most with so far this year. And I just started in the program this year. I've made over $1,000 with them. So, Yay. Yes. 
Um, Give me the timeline. So, actually, my first experience with Freshly was not a great one. I actually tried them in 2016. What is Freshly? Say okay, so Freshly is a meal service, like a meal kit, and essentially, it's like basically really fancy microwave meals. And so, like, I was always like, I'm always like getting really bored with like the lunch I eat, so I'm always trying to like find different things me. to eat. Um, and so, Freshly yes. is one of those programs. I actually tried them originally when I was in graduate school. And did not like them. I remember this specifically Ooh. because it was around, like, November. So, it was around, like, Thanksgiving time. And I was, like, they had this, like, turkey meal. And it's, like, turkey with, like, quinoa stuffing or something like that. And I just didn't like it. I couldn't eat it. And I was, like, <laughs> I threw it away. I threw all oh my, my freshly away. And I just couldn't. Drag them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing about it was, like, I'd heard about them over and over over the years. So, in 2018, I decided to try them again. And... Not eating the turkey meal, so I cannot speak to the turkey meal because I haven't tried that <laughs> You never tried it again. I, you were like, no to that. Yeah, but I did try <laughs> a lot of their other meals, and I actually really did like them, and um, I thought that they were pretty good for the price or whatever. Um, I mean, it's not cheap, but it, you can get, like, a discount on the first couple weeks, and that really helped. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to, you know, write a review. And when I first started, I actually was a, just a referral and so a referral is different from an affiliate program because usually mm -hmm. with a referral program, you get like a coupon or something that you can use. And it's interesting. You're really not supposed to use them as a blogger, but I was like, I'm going to get something out of this post. So it was just coupons at first. <laughs> um, so I wrote that review in June of 2018. So about a year ago now, actually a year ago now, really. Um, and then just with referral links just to see what would happen. And so around September, October, November, it actually started to get a few, like, coupon usages. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. I need to be a part of their affiliate program because I want to make money. Like, I can't use all these. And so... Um, <laughs> You're just hoarding coupons. Yeah, really, I was. And then they denied me. <laughs> so... They wouldn't let you use the coupons? No, well, that comes in later, but they denied They should have been giving you free food. <laughs> they should have been like, this girl's bringing us money. We should give her some free turkey stuffing <laughs> no not that at all <laughs> so it's actually denied from their affiliate program at first and i no way and it wasn't like a it wasn't like an automatic denial it was just like a straight up they looked at my site and they're like no nah, we're good um, oh i've been denied by so many i feel that pain <laughs> and so then like um i was like okay i guess i was just not supposed to be in this program but then between mid-december to january 10 people used my referral code and i was like okay this gotta stop because i'm these coupons at that point they stopped working so i couldn't even use the coupons <laughs> That's horrible and like i was just getting all these coupons in to my inbox and like hey you got a 40 dollar coupon code you got a 40 dollar coupon code and like one week it was like basically like four different coupon codes in a row and I was like okay this has got to stop so I contacted them and I was like hey um because at that point I was actually starting to rank on the first page for freshly reviews so mm -hmm. I was like okay uh can you like get me in this program because I'm ranking on the first page and like I'm bringing traffic your way I can see that and like yeah so I contacted them about that on January 7th and then on January 8th I was in the program um, wow you you made moves yeah. there um, so the first month I made like $15, it wasn't crazy, but like every month after that I made a few hundred dollars from the Freshly Affiliate program. And That's great. So yeah, it started all the way back in 2016 until, you know, 2019. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I only had one 
one big success with Ibotta, mm-hmm. which is the app where you um, redeem the coupons. Like, it's basically you redeem your, your grocery receipt and you get a few dollars back sometimes. Um, it's really easy. I actually really use it on my own. So I wasn't like just throwing this in there, but I had one post called online jobs for college students. And I included this as a job, which I think is a stretch. I think we can all agree yeah. it's a stretch. But I was open with it. I, I wasn't like, this is going to make you millions. I was like, hey, if you want like some extra cash, this is pretty easy. And there there was a code at the time where like when they sign up with my link, they get a free $10, mm-hmm. which is, it's literally free money. So I was just like, okay. I put this in here like not thinking anything. Literally no strategy. This is the problem is I have no strategy. And then I put it in, and this post went viral on Pinterest. Like this brought me so much traffic and it still does and I remember I was sitting at the springs like the Florida springs we have springs here and I was there and I remember getting like notification after notification after notification and I made like $500 in like a week mm-hmm. from Ibotta because it had this weird system where like when you got like to a certain level like if you referred five people they gave you a bonus of like five like 50 bucks and then like eventually I referred so many people I kept getting like bonus of like 50 bucks bonus of like 100 bucks and I was like what and then this happened for a long time and then eventually I guess I got flagged (laughs) they were like this girl's spamming us she's she's gaming the system so they emailed me and they were like we think that you're doing something fishy we think you are like breaking the system here we need we're gonna cancel your account and I was like y'all so I sent them (laughs) the the page and I was like this gets so and so amount of traffic a day yes if you want me to take it down right now I'll do it um, I was like basically being very passive aggressive like how dare you assume I was like doing this wrong when I wasn't and they were like oh my gosh so sorry and so they, they put it right back but um I made like $1,700 from that I bought a link in two years it has slowed down a lot because Ibotta has like changed the system because I guess I was using it and other people as well. So now I only get a really small cash out on it. How? But it's still a nice little thing. Yeah. I know that they're on Impact and they give you like $2, but I think you do better through just referring through the app. Yeah, I refer through the app. Um, right now, it changes. Sometimes they'll give you little perks. Like I just got $40 in it. My lifetime earnings are $1,759. Um, but you have to get to 20 to withdraw, but now they have a new program where if you invite three friends, you get $30. So I recently did. So I got that little bonus, but usually there's not like a little extra like that. So you'll get like a couple dollars for everyone you refer. And the thing is, it's not just people you refer. That person then has to like actually redeem something through the app within seven days. So you'll end up referring like a ton of people, but Mm -hmm. that won't matter because they have to actually take action, which is true of a lot of different referral programs. On my Disney blog, I frequently refer to Airbnb, which gives you an Airbnb credit. I believe it's $40, but you only get that $40 if the person who signs up through your link uses it and like makes a purchase on a stay within like a certain period of time. So I rare, I will occasionally get some credit for Airbnb, but it's definitely not like, don't assume that everyone who clicks on your link is going to actually make a sale or that anything will just happen because a lot of the times they have these little fine print where it's like refer and then they have to use it within like seven days or something. It's, it's very specific like that. Yeah. And also just like in general, like you'll get a lot of cancellations like, Oh yeah. Like, especially, like, sales with, like, just affiliate programs, not just referral programs. Like, I 
notice, like, you just have to wait for the time to pass. Mm-hmm. It's usually, like, a 30-day window or something like that, or a 60-day window. Just give it time, because mm-hmm. some will fall off, but a good majority of them won't. It just kind of depends on, like, the program itself. I've noticed, I think, with Freshly, I'll get a few more, because Freshly, the program is, like, a... Essentially, I can get up to $60 per person. Um, oh, nice. So it's, like, in four weeks, though. So it's, like, four different times, right. $15 a time. So sometimes some people will, like, pay for, like, the first week, and that's cool. But then maybe it'll slip by their mind, and they don't think about it. And then they're like, whoa, I need to Uh cancel that. And so then that falls off. Um, But it's cool, though, because sometimes you can get up to $60 a person. And, yeah. Yeah, that's a good referral. Um, My best one I have is my host, which is HostGator. I believe I get $50 per referral, but now they're offering me more money because I suck so bad at it that they're like, hey, we should, like, help you with this. Um, But they they literally emailed me, and they were like, we noticed you are not doing well. Do you need help? And I was like, oh, God. But I haven't really been trying that hard to promote it. It's In the past, has been really successful for me to promote my host. This is probably the most common way bloggers use affiliate links is by getting signups through their host. But the stipulation here, even though usually the payout is higher, is that someone needs to sign up with a link, and they need to be an active user for three months which is when a lot of newbie bloggers are like, I'm done. So I don't get, I get a lot of signups through it, but very rarely do the people like stick it through. Yeah, that's definitely hard. I've never really done my host that much. I mean, I could, but I'm just, I don't know. I haven't done a lot of posts that are like specific to that. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I just don't, but I've tried. I've like put a few links here and there, like when I think about it. But I definitely don't just, like, link to them all the time. Although I probably should do a little bit more of it. Yeah, I definitely don't. I did that one post about how to set up a blog with my link. And it did fine. But, like, I I just didn't have the time to do it. It would take a lot of time to devote to it. It's basically the moral of this whole story is that it's not as simple as putting in a link. Yeah. Unless you get randomly lucky with the, like I did with that one post going viral. Like, that was a fluke. That does not happen and it has never happened again on that scale. Um, usually you have to be really strategic with the way you do it. What I liked about your Freshly one is I vividly remember you reviewing every single package um, on Instagram stories and, like, going through it. I thought that was really good because when you see something more often, like, in in marketing, there's a statistic that you need to be exposed to a brand seven times before you're willing to make a purchase. And I think that really comes into play with affiliate marketing because, like I said before, like, throwing your link in your code in one post like no one cares but if you frequently introduce this brand that you love to your followers and your readers then eventually they're going to be more willing to make a purchase especially if you've proven not just once but time and time again that you really use and love this product so like I thought that was a good way and I see you do that a lot with other brands you support like Metal Marvels and a few others and I think that's the way to do it and with other influencers who I follow it's never like a one and done. It's a, I'm playing the long game. It's a, I'm going to show you how I use the product this time. In a week, I'm going to show you how I use it this time. And I think that gives me more brand awareness as a follower. And I'm more likely to make a purchase if I see that the person is actually using it and it's not just something you're clearly faking. I think that really helps. Um, and yeah, I do want to mention one of my good like internet friends. Her name is Lindsay. She is like... She basically, and a couple of people, like, started Smarter Q's, like, um, affiliate program because, like, she was first a referral for them, 
And, like, she was basically, she created all, all kinds of videos about it. She created, like, a review about it. And, like, she, those videos, like, did well on YouTube. And so video is, like, a really great way, like, especially if you're doing, like, a software mm-hmm. or, like, a, maybe even your host, like, you can make a video on, like, how to, like, walk through, like, the hosting process of, like, setting up your blog or something like yeah. that. And just mm-hmm. trying to find, like, do new ways to, like, educate people through video through your pod, through a podcast, or anything really, mm-hmm. and just like finding like different ways to like break it up so it's not just like she did like a review and then she did like multiple videos walking through like different things that people yeah. might have questions about. And so at this point, like she said, she had like years of smarter cues, so like she didn't need more referrals. And so they started actually transferring things into affiliate programs, so she was actually able to make money and still make money from oh, that's great the actual thing. So if I'd say. Um, instead of going for, like, a bigger programs like Amazon, really stick with, like, really smaller programs that way you have less competition. Because even though people might use, like, uh, your program, not everyone's an affiliate for it. So, like, if people actually were able to click on your link, you'd have a, a better chance of being, like, the last click because last click policies are pretty common on affiliate marketing networks. Um, not all of them, but especially Amazon. Last click policy is there a lot. So, can you describe what that is for the people who do not know? Yes. So, last click policy is essentially a policy that um, is really not that great, and a lot of people don't use it anymore. But it essentially is like the last person um, whose affiliate marketing um, like link you clicked, they get the commission so if like Mm -hmm. multiple people for amazon's and specific like if multiple people yeah you click like multiple people's amazon affiliate program clicks like it's possible so like even if you like went to blogger a's website this morning and said oh they showed this purse i really like that purse and then you clicked on their link went to amazon you're like okay but i don't really want to buy the purse right now but it's still in the back of your mind and then you go about your Mm -hmm. day clicking on other people's links and then when you go back, even though Blogger A gave you the idea for the purse, Blogger C or D or E is maybe probably going to get that commission because you're clicking so many links about Amazon each day. Oh, like Amazon links each day, and you don't even really notice it because Amazon's program mm-hmm. is so big. Everyone uses Amazon, and that's yes. a thing of why I really don't. I really don't. Think yeah, Amazon is great. let's talk about Amazon. Let's talk about Amazon. We were talking about it earlier, and then I made you wait. <laughs> um, so my issue with Amazon is they pay out so yes. low. First of all, they pay out super low. Second of all, they have, like, don't they have a threshold? I thought they had a threshold. Yeah, it's like $10. Uh, I can't even get It's to really hard to get so. to $10. <laughs> but that's if you do, like, an Amazon. If, if that's if you get a gift card or um, I think it's, like, a direct deposit. I think that's $100 oh. if you do anything else. Right. So, yeah. So, I think Amazon is not the way to go. But I do understand when new bloggers get to the system, they understand. They understand Amazon. You've you've used Amazon. People trust Amazon. So, there's certainly that. But I think the payout is super small. The only instances where I could see it making sense is if you have a really niche blog. And I mean, like, really niche. Like, your entire website is, like, phone reviews. It's, like, phonereviews.com. And you just review phones. And then you are, like, have an article called Cheapest Phones on Amazon. And you go through and you link them. I don't know. I just can't see. Unless you're selling a really high-value product, I just I can't see the payout being worth it. But you told me that even high-value products aren't worth it. And I want to know why. Um, because you only have 24 hours to convince someone to buy on Amazon. So 
even if like someone doesn't click someone else's link, you only have 24 hours to make that sale before the cookie goes away. So I talked about this in this post, and I'll share that with you. But like, um, for instance, the Canon program. Honestly, Canon, like the payout's not great. It's 2.5%. But the great thing mm-hmm. about the Canon program is they give you 30 days to make a sale. So it's so much easier to get someone to buy a, a camera that's $600 when they have 30 days yeah. to like decide to go back to Canon and make that purchase versus an Amazon affiliate program where you only have 24 hours to make the turnaround and like get someone to buy something that's a lot of money. That's a good point. So unless you're really, you got that person who's literally sitting there with their credit card code ready to go, then you, maybe that isn't the best option. Forget everything I said. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I, I think nine times out of 10, it's better to skip the Amazon program. The only reason I do like it is because you can be guaranteed that they have something there for yeah. you. Like if you, if you want to casually put links into posts, mm-hmm. like for things you, that are just minor, like you don't need to apply to a big program. Like sometimes I'll talk about like my favorite set of pens or my favorite like notebook. I can link it this way. It's really easy. And I don't have to worry about like applying to like the Moleskine, like affiliate program, yeah. you know? So in that case, I do see the value in it just that small but a big 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 fyi is that amazon's affiliate program has some very 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 hard rules to follow yes and they recently did a purge where they um got cut down on a ton of people and basically just kicked them out of the programs no question asked so if you do choose to join the program and i think everyone should just to have it on the back burner um definitely would not rely on it to like as a long-term like way to make money but i think to put those little links in but definitely read through an article i'll link one in the show notes about the rules you need to follow to be in it because it's it's very picky like Mm -hmm. compared to other programs they have some very stupid requirements for instance i found myself making a dumb mistake that was so small and stupid but basically with my disclaimer i say an affiliate link is something where if you make a purchase, I will get a small commission at no extra cost to you. Thank you for supporting the brands I love. Apparently, I'm not allowed to say thank you for supporting the brands I love because that was seen as like coercion or like some kind of like pushy sales tactic, which I think is bogus. But this is explicitly stated in their terms. Huh. Service, so that, it, yes, this is, I recently discovered this because several bloggers of that Mediavine group. Um, were saying that they got caught for this and they didn't even know it was a thing because, like, what the heck? Like, obviously no one is feeling pressured from this, but apparently when you say, like, oh, thanks for supporting the brands that help us, like, or whatever, anything along those lines is seen as, like, coercive sales tactics. And I, I thought, I think that's stupid, honestly. And also but no apparently email this marketing is not for thing. Amazon, too. Yep, no email link marketing, and you have to be very explicit with those Amazon links. It's very, in, like, they just have so, so much fine print that it's usually just, like, a big hoop to jump through. Yeah. Um, so d- be warned if you are going to use it. Um, be sure to follow those um, tips as best as you can because they are really picky for no reason. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I look, I just... I think that there's a lot that you could do besides Amazon. It's just the commission's low, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's also so weird. Like, the commission is so picky. Like, I was looking on there the other day for that post I was writing, and it was like, oh, um, luxury beauty is, like, 8%, but, like, regular beauty is, yeah. like, less than that. But, like, how do you tell the difference between luxury beauty and, like, a regular beauty I item? I don't know. I don't know. They're not very clear. <laughs> 
Um, they're not clear about anything. It's, and sometimes they'll have periods where they'll offer, like, greater percentages for certain things. Uh-huh. But, like, it's so picky. Like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just don't. I just do not have time to go through that. But what is your opinion on whether um, new bloggers should get started with affiliate marketing or if this is something that is better to be left with, like, more experienced bloggers? So I'm not going to say that, like, oh, I was able to make affiliate income when I was a smaller blogger because... Well, I mean, maybe I could have if I tried earlier, but I didn't, so I can't I can't go back now and see. Um, but I think you do have to have some amount of traffic, and I think that's really weird when people are like, oh, you don't have to have any traffic to get started, and anybody can get started, because it's just not true. But you can get started, yeah. but I don't know if you're going to expect any income. But I think it's good to get mm-hmm. started if you are going to be in those programs for a while, just so you don't have to go back... And, like, frantically try to, like, put in affiliate pieces. But, like, when things happen totally. to get picked up by Pinterest or happen to get picked up by Google, it's hard to, like, go back in and, like, try to, like, get it before it gets too high. Like, before it gets too much to, like, go back in and, like, try to monetize those things. So, yes. yeah. So, just, you can start now and, like, but I wouldn't expect income now. But you can start now for sure. Yeah. That's a good point. I definitely, I do not have the time or the patience to go back through old posts and add those um, affiliate links. So it's one and done for me. I'm not going back. So um, I think um, that's a good point. And they also are such a pain to apply to. Usually you have to like put a ton of information and there's usually a waiting period. So I would say just apply as early as you can. Most of them don't have any like strong requirements that you need to get started. So you don't need like any traffic to just apply. So I would say just apply because a lot of times like with share a sale and things like that, you have to apply to the program mm-hmm. and then you also have to apply to like the individual brands within and it's time consuming. It is. So like get that done. It's really time consuming. So do you have any success tips, like a formula for success? Like how do you make those posts make money? So it's not just a sad link floating in the wind. So I'm really a particular person about um, creating content for a particular brand. So I do a lot of reviews and um, I've tried roundups. I don't know if I have a lot of success with them. I'm trying to, like I have this really nice post that's like plus size clothing, but I found that people just like look at it and they're like overwhelmed and they click around and they don't purchase. And so like that's something I've just started to like think about. And so I'm trying to like tweak it to where I'm like, hey, don't just click around and like aimlessly do this like try to do it in like a spurts I guess (laughs) so just trying to find ways to like tell the people like what exactly you want um but yeah I think a lot of it has been SEO which is I'm grateful for that like I understand that not everyone has SEO but I think I'm a very big believer that everyone can kind of start a little bit of SEO maybe not necessarily oh for sure you know getting like hundreds of thousands of page views from SEO but I think that like SEO is a, a really big thing for me is I, I really love Google Search Console. I feel like without it, like, when I actually submitted my map to Google, they were actually able to see what I post a lot more instead of waiting for them to, like, maybe call my site at some point in the future. And so doing that is really important. Um, mm-hmm. pen, like, thinking about the different ways that you might do it. So, like, I really think a lot of people, they sell their audience way too much. Like, I hardly ever sell my audience to make the income. Like, I do somewhat. Like, I share a little bit. But, like, honestly, most of the people who paid, who, like, I've gotten affiliate income from have not been my audience. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm a really bad salesperson, so maybe I'd make more money if I was a seller. But I just, it just doesn't seem 
I just don't like it. So I do like more of the reviews for products. I would just like go on Google, like look up reviews for things that you really like. Like look at what's on the first page for those reviews. So like with Freshly, mm-hmm. it was they had reviews, but a lot of them were older or um, they were more corporate. So they were like roundup reviews. So, like, you know, those sites that like round up yeah. a bunch of reviews about the same thing. And um, it was just not there. So it was just great. And then also one of my biggest ones, I guess it's a success story, but not really because I don't make much money from it. Like you'd think I make a lot more money than I do from my Shein post, mm-hmm. but I actually know why I don't because I'm very honest with it. And so like by the time you like read my Shein review, you know yeah. how I feel about like how it's Instagram clothes. And like not everyone's going to, after you tell them, hey, it's this is Instagram clothes, it's going to go and buy. <laughs> but I still do have affiliate links in that post just because... I want to capture whatever money someone happens to throw my way there. Yes. Um, so I made about $300 with that. So compared to how many people view the website, that's not much. But, I mean, it's a 10% program, so they've made around $3,000 from it. So I don't think they're, like, caring that much. But they're also not, like, no. they're not like uh-huh. upset about an extra $3,000 or whatever. So, um, yeah, I would just say think about what you want to see what you want to know about the programs. So that's a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. when I did my Shein post, my Freshly post, I'm always look really clear about, like, what people would want to know questions about. Like, what people have questions about so that you rank in those things. So, like, my Shein post, yes. I say, is Shein ethical? And I rank for keywords about Shein being ethical. I rank for Shein review. I rank for a lot of different Shein keywords now. It's, like, mostly Shein keywords is... What I'm associated with now, I guess, in, like, Google size anyway. Um, So, I don't know. It's just a lot of trial and error. And also, that's for Google, though. So, Google really likes reviews and, like, stuff like that. But I think if you want to... People aren't going to Pinterest, though, looking for reviews as much as they're looking for, like, advice and tips and tricks. So, you just have to word it a little bit different. So, Google is not really what you want to go for right now. Um, And you're more Pinterest-focused. I would definitely do, like... You know, maybe if you wanted to do, like, something for Grammarly, write about, like, writing tips and tricks and include Grammarly links. If you want to do something about, like, Erin Condren, write, like, about your favorite planners and post that on Pinterest. God, I hate Erin Condren. Is that a controversial opinion? (laughs) I like that. I did a a sponsored um, thing with them, and it was a train wreck. Like, they gave me a free notebook, and I did, like, the campaign, and then they just kept, like, asking for more and more and more. Yeah. And I was like, hello, I'm not getting paid. Was that tap influence? It was just horrible. Uh, yeah, it was Yeah, they had, like, a whole just, like, issue, because I was around that same God, time with tap influence. It was some drama. It was a lot of drama with that, but they stopped using that. that particular, like, person. Oh, okay. Yeah, that person. did that with tap influence, because it was a lot of craziness. Uh, that person sucked. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just me. There was a lot of bloggers, and we were all, like, literally every day, they were like, do this, do this. And I was like, y'all know we're not getting paid for this, so no. I was just like, it was out of control. I could not believe that. So now I'm, like, turned off to that brand. But I'm glad to hear that they did. Yeah, they, like, I remember that around, like, it was around, like, 2017. Yeah, that's when that happened. Yeah, just, I had just graduated college. I was moving into my new place after college, and this was happening. They were working with a lot of bloggers, and I remember, like, talking to bloggers, like, hey, are you, what's going on with Anne Condren? (laughs) Yeah, I know. We were all like, what, is it just me? Like, we were all like, are we all experiencing this? It was crazy. I, that was one of the weirdest 
experience. But like shortly after that, oh, they stopped that working crazy. with that particular marketing person. Um, but good. yeah, but the program is actually pretty good. They're really nice with the program. They're on share sale, and they're always oh, okay. helpful. Like whenever I want like a giveaway sponsored, they'll usually respond or do something. Like if I ever want to write a post about their products, they'll send me a gift card, which is helpful. Like because I. Really? I've never thought about doing that and asking Yeah, that. I all, that is a I good definitely idea. do because they'll often, like, give you, like, free products or something like that because, like I, like, I like to test products and, like, review them and that costs money. Yeah. Like, it's not something that... Yeah, a, I was wondering if you were buying yeah, them. I was like, that's expensive. It's an upfront cost. <laughs> I'm never doing that. Um, so what I usually do is I'll, like, use coupons. So, like, if they have, like, a coupon mm-hmm. for, like, their new members or whatever. But, like, that, it's a definitely, it's a expense. And then hopefully yeah. in the end you get your money back. And I've had. Tax yeah, write-off. Tax write-off. Hello. And, like, you with <laughs> that or, like, with the actual affiliate program making sense. Like, Freshly, that was an investment and like the future of the blog so hopefully i was able and i was able to make that money back with anything i did with erin yeah, Condr- i mean with anything i did with um Shein, that was an investment like buying the pieces and then i was able to get my money back through the actual like sell and affiliate sales so it is an investment and so i would definitely say if that's something you're interested in doing it's gonna be like you're gonna put a little bit of money in up front because i just i'm not one of those people who's gonna be marketing things that I've never tried before like I'm mm-hmm. very specific yep, about like making sure that I've tried it or if I haven't tried it at least saying that so like with my plus size roundup I have not tried everything I try to try as much of it as possible but like I'm not buying clothes like every month um so <laughs> I say oh I've never tried this one but I've heard really great things and I've seen people wear the clothes or blah 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 so like just being very particular but also a lot of those programs on that page aren't monetized, just only a some a few of them are. Um more over mm-hmm. time as I like gain more affiliate links and join more programs. Um but yeah, I would just say be ready for the investment. It's gonna take some money. Um but yeah, I really like it. I really like affiliate work and I think it can work. Um but I mean, either way it goes, like, even if you don't make that money back, it's still, like, you're going, you're making, you're buying stuff for your blog all the time. Like, especially if you're a lifestyle blogger, you're probably buying stuff all the time anyway. So, like, showing mm-hmm. things off and stuff like that on your blog. So, for me, it's not so bad. But I never try to spend, like, over $50 or something like that on an affiliate program, like, like yeah. the investment for the program. So, but I definitely do make I definitely do invest in it. It's not something I just throw up and try to, like, make work, I guess. Uh, Yes, that's the overarching theme, is that affiliate links are hard. Um, But, yeah, I think those are good points. I liked what you said about marketing not to your audience, like selling not to your audience, which is interesting. And I don't think – it makes sense. I get it. You're, like, you're trying to cast a wider net. And it might not be your target audience for your blog. And I think that's an okay thing. Um, For some reason, people are so finicky about saying that sometimes you're not trying to talk to your target audience. But I think that's definitely true. Yeah. Um, And I heard something once that was like, when you're trying to create content online, um, 80% needs to be what's going to make you money. Like, what's trendy? What's what's going to drive traffic, what's going to make you money. And 20% is what you're interested in. And it's true because you can't, 
like in, in a perfect world you would be able to write about what you love and what you want to talk about all of the time but in the real world that's not the case if you want to be taken seriously if you want to make money yeah. so you do that 80% of things that you might not love but that are like well you could yeah. sometimes you're really interested in it but it might not be for your ideal audience and you're just like this is something I have to do so that I can keep writing things that are for my ideal audience you yeah know? I think that in a way, like, I try to keep it to things I know, like, my audience could be interested in, but not necessarily yeah, maybe totally. totally interested in. Like, with a lifestyle blog, I don't consider my, I talk about so many topics. I do talk about freelancing or blogging or whatever, but that's just because, like, it's a part of my life. So, like, lifestyle, mm-hmm. and I talk about other stuff like career and all kinds of stuff and sometimes occasionally college well I usually when I do college it's someone's guest post I don't really usually talk yes, about college I do anymore college guest post too um college is love though <laughs> yes so um <laughs> yeah so I mean it's it's definitely something that's not necessarily what my audience is all the way interested in but I think that with reviews like you're going to get those people who are ready to purchase like, they might not be ready yes, to purchase, like, so. right at this exact second second, but, like, in a week or so, they'll be like, oh, I really like that review she did. So, they're looking up reviews on Google to, like, find, mm-hmm. like, the products they're already interested in buying. Like, they're already interested in she, and they're already interested in Freshly, and they're going there. Yes. And also, I would say, though, that traffic on Google, it really depends. So, my Freshly posts, I've made way more money with. But I also am not, like, getting Buku's traffic from Google about Freshly. Like, it's a... I'm on the first page for Freshly Review, so that's something. But the Freshly Review people... Like, people are not looking for Freshly as much as they're looking for Shein Reviews. Like, Shein Reviews... Makes sense. Shein's, like, that controversial topic right now. I see it on YouTube constantly. So, with... But I've made more money with Freshly, but also because I'm, like, way more nicer to Freshly, I guess. But I'm still honest... Yeah, there is about that. my experience at the beginning with Freshly. I talk about that for like multiple paragraphs. So, um, but yeah, I'm making less. I'm getting less traffic, but still making more money. So those smaller things, so smaller reviews, you could still make pretty good amount of traffic with them. Like you don't have to have as much traffic to make the same amount of income, if not more income, than those bigger keywords so just thinking about the products you use every single day so like what do you use right now that has an affiliate program a lot of things have affiliate programs like whatever is in your like daily routine like the even like down to the shampoo you use or whatever like if Mm -hmm. you really like it then see if they have an affiliate program because chances are they probably do and then you could get a link for it so it might be like those bigger companies or it might be like a smaller company smaller companies are getting into affiliate marketing more and more now because it's obvious it's like a lot easier than doing sponsor posts but i would definitely be careful and like make sure mm-hmm. you're not you know closing down doors getting to taken for sponsor advantage posts or whatever yeah and being taken advantage of because i'm sure people would take advantage of you if they could um but just being careful and making sure that you're just going after things that are interesting going after things your readers like, don't do anything spammy or weird. Be honest with your reviews or be honest with whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. So if you're doing, like, a, a more advicey post for, you know, a Pinterest account, just making sure you're honest in that, too, if you're going to talk about affiliate product you really like. Yeah, so true. Um, yeah, I think it's both. It's, it's Sometimes you're going to be talking to those people who are ready to make a purchase. I know that whenever I am about to make a purchase, especially with, like, any kind of service or, like, more 
expensive thing. Um, I always Google mm-hmm. it, and I usually look for those smaller bloggers to give me, like, the real mm-hmm. info, because a lot of times those bigger roundup posts have no idea what they're talking yeah. about. Um, so I definitely trust smaller bloggers, and I think most people do. Um, so that's a great audience. And then also, like, the longer game, where you're, like, exposing your followers to them, this thing again and yeah. again. Like, I see you do a lot, and I've seen other bloggers do. And that's really made me interested in a lot of new ba- brands and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, you've been doing, which one? The one with the plants all Oh, yeah, the, time? the still. And I was actually declined the from still. them first. What? I, it was an automatic oh decline, though. So if it's an auto, if you get a decline right away, always ask. Always go and, and like, get information from them. Um, because often they'll have, like, random weird things set up, and they might not even know that it's declining people. So definitely, like, contact oh. them and be like, hey, I was automatically declined from this. Sometimes it's something, like, they really don't want people in a certain state. So Arkansas is a tax nexus state, and not everyone likes oh, dealing with okay. Arkansas and their affiliate programs. So, um, or it might just be, like, something random with traffic or something, and then, because some people do have, like, those traffic auto declines, so, but if you're automatically mm-hmm. declined, always ask, always, like, see how you can do it, so I, like, DM'd them on Instagram, and I was like, hey, uh, I was automatically declined, you know, what's going on with this program, I really want to be in it, and they just sent me a direct email to their affiliate marketing manager, and I contacted them in the program same day. Like, it was just, like, a random weird thing they did. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I see you posting about them all the time, and I was looking for more plants, so I will, I'm already looking <laughs> at it. And I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for, like, seeing you interact with that company so publicly. So it definitely does work in that sense um, when you're really um, consistent with it like that. Like, I, that always works for me if I see, like, a blogger that I trust who's like talking about a brand several times like I'm usually if I'm looking for a product like that that's the first one I'm gonna go to you know it works that way but that's a good point about always um following up I definitely didn't think to do that and now I totally will um I also also recommend always just applying again even if they say no like just apply again in like a month or whatever because sometimes maybe they just aren't accepting any right Mm -hmm. now and maybe they will be in a few weeks um sometimes it can be such a small thing Whereas, like, oh, maybe they don't need lifestyle bloggers right now, but they will in a month. So try again, because there's no harm in applying, and why yeah. not? And also, <laughs> for anything you have, like, if you're, like a, like, a more established blogger and you just don't have, like, a lot of affiliate marketing happening on your website, go through your, like, top ten posts and, like, see if you can add some affiliate marketing links there. Like, the posts that are always mm-hmm. getting traffic, like, especially, like, go through right now and, like, go through a few months, like, few months ago and like see what was trending then like you know just like tra- like see like the trends in your account and like add links to wherever it's trending at the like those very moments so like maybe even like going back to December of last year to see what was trending on your blog because those posts are likely to if you do a lot more pushing toward them to trend again this year um so just to get ready for like Christmas time and like like the holiday season so just going back through those like Mm -hmm. top 10 posts are really a great way to just add a few affiliate links here and there you never know um someone might bite on them but especially the ones that are right now trending go back through those and like add affiliate links yep that's the only time i will go back and edit a post is if i see it's like doing really well i really hate going back an old post because they're cringy But, like, I will if I see that it's doing well. And um, I'll look for ways to add affiliate links or add more ads, which might sound spammy, but it's true. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> that is a thing that I have done, and I'm not ashamed because it's, it works really well. Um, so always be looking at those um, whatever's trending because sometimes you'll be surprised, mm -hmm. and you can make a lot more money from these posts. So why yeah. not? So yeah, do you have any conclusion tips? Um. Uh yeah, just be always kind of thinking about like just I would always go to those affiliate sites like the ones we named earlier. Um, just always go mm -hmm. through and like just. I spend like 30 minutes or so just like looking through whatever programs, especially at ShareASale. Impact is a little bit... There's yeah, there's so, so many. many and they're always adding ones. Impact is a bit harder, um, but they recently actually added like a whole database of like affiliate programs. And so that was the first time they did that like a few months ago. And before that, you didn't know who was on Impact. So it's a really cool way to go back through now. But like all of the ones basically have a database at this point of like whatever their affiliate people are. And you can find some really cool mm -hmm. programs like... Sherisol has some really awesome ones that you wouldn't like. You would obviously love. Like I know Shein's on there. Erin Condor's on there. Um, uh, just like a bunch of really cool ones. Grammarly's on there. Tailwind, Tailwind Grammarly. is on Sherisol. Just like a bunch of cool ones. Mm -hmm. I know that if you're really a travel blogger, Impact has some really some really good ones like Hotwire and stuff like that. Yes, they have good ones for travel. Um, so blogs. just kind of just think about different things think about what you love and just try to find ways to affiliatize it and do it like keep going back and like looking for things like that because there's so many opportunities and you never know and then sometimes if especially if you already have an experience with them like everyone kind of has an experience with hotwire so you can be like hey i already know this and so mm -hmm. i can write a post about my experience with hotwire like just think about the different ways you can do it and don't think that oh just because so many people have talked about this that i can't talk about it because so many people talked about Shein before i talked about Shein, and i was supposed to sat on for a really long time and i didn't want to do at first but now it's like bringing so much traffic and also sometimes occasionally like money to my blog i've made about 400 um from them so far and so it's passive. I don't have to think about it. I wrote that post once, and then I'm, like, getting money from it. So it's passive to a degree, but it does take some upfront work. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, I mm -hmm. didn't do anything to start with that. Like, I did do quite a bit of research and stuff up front. Um, but now it's gotten to the point where, like, oh, it's kind of in the background, and I can move on to other affiliates and try to figure out ways to, like, work with them. So, like, once you start, like, start small. Start with one or two or three get those done mm -hmm. and like really get posts and stuff set up for them and then move on and like keep adding and keep adding that's the strategy i go with that's a good strategy and stay away from amazon <laughs> yeah be, be careful, careful with it, it. <laughs> just be careful <laughs> with amazon but great thank you for your tips let everyone know where they can um, find you just go to the happy com. that's probably the best because it has all my links and all of my podcasts and all my other stuff already attached there so yeah perfect great easy and listen to her podcast because it's really interesting and i enjoy it and that's all there is to know <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this episode with amanda cross definitely check out her podcast the happiness looks like me podcast as well as her blog because there's a lot of great helpful advice and i'm gonna link her affiliate post down below so you can see more information on everything we talked about in this episode so check that out. Have a productive Thursday. Bye.